Hello, everybody. Drasco here from 10knorm.com, where my main mission is to normalize six-figure incomes as the minimum wage for heart-centered entrepreneurs. How do I do this? Well, number one, through the 10K Norm coaching program, and number two, the company podcast that you are listening to right now. Both are here to help guide heart-centered entrepreneurs unable to hit consistent 10K months despite all the personal development work they've done to master their mind, master their offer, master their sales, and normalize 10K months in six months or less. And in today's episode, we have a real talk segment where I bring in a heart-centered entrepreneur on their way towards their own 10K norm, and we have some real talk about what's currently their biggest challenge towards their 10K norm. And in that, we're gonna explore who they are, why they do what they do, and then live on the call, I get to help them get out of their own way on a challenge that they're currently experiencing towards their 10K norm. And today's guest, we have Ronya Sakata, who is a life and business coach, food engineer, and queen of joy. And since launching in 2013, Ronya has uh, treated, uh, treats clients uh, to a secret world of joy and energy and with her zest for life and passion to change the world. Uh, she has a unique talent for inspiring and educating all of those around her so that their business and their personal lives may thrive each and every day with ease and grace. So, Verona, thank you very much for coming on to the show. How are you doing today? Thank you. It's not late night here in Zurich, Switzerland, but kind of late. It would be my bedtime routine now. <laughs> but um, yeah, for American podcast, I'm happy to to stay stay awake and rock this show with you tonight. I appreciate that. And I think uh, even the attitude you bring into it is very reflective of your uh, joy and energy mission. So thank you very much. And before we even get started, for those of you that are listening and not watching the YouTube, um, you have by far, oh, and we have uh, <laughs> an interruption with the fire alarm that's been going on. So we'll continue and we'll see where it goes. But uh, I'm gonna say you have one of the cooler backgrounds I've had on the show. Again, very reflective of that joy and uh, energy. So, yeah, I'd love for you to just dive into deeper in your story and, uh, you know, the background or wherever else it might take you. So, floor is yours. Yeah, I'm. I'm really happy to be here because that's like my my goal and my mission is to reach the whole world, and that will be the challenge afterwards. I tell you about because my my story began when I was 17 I was standing at the open grave of of a scout friend and his girlfriend is my best friend and it was really bitter bitter cold and I remember my tears were so warm nearly hot on my cheeks and it was just a desperate situation I I saw this coffin in this cold frozen frozen um, soil and like he's gone and with 17 it's like, isn't life forever? And what really like, it was a punch in the face and her saying goodbye to the love of, of her life. I have goosebumps all over, over and over again. It was just, yeah, like the realization, this life is not forever. And then uh, over the, the course of 10 years, I was attending just too many funerals all the time. I mean, Patrick died because of an avalanche. Then there was another avalanche, then a car accident, bike accident, just like 
come on, can you stop taking away my friends? And we were gathering in, in at the cemetery of, of my little village, you know, like, come on, we're together again because of that. And then 10 years later, my sister's best friend died because of a heart attack and she was 25. And I was like, okay, I don't have to go skiing. I don't have to go on a motor, like a motorbike ride is risky, you know, like no risk involved. She was, she was at home on her phone, like talking with a friend and all of a sudden she fell over dead and her boyfriend was a met student. So he really knew his stuff and she was just gone. So this was the moment where I really decided, hey, I want to enjoy my life every day. If it's a shitty day, I make it maybe a shitty half day. I, I have no time for not enjoying my life. And that means I want to spend time with people I really admire or I want to spend time with. I say yes when I mean yes. And I say no when I mean no. And then life is just easier. And, and I really enjoy my life to the fullest. And also the boring normal days you know like the appreciation that I have internet that I can talk with you that everything is like and, and people sometimes are like oh you're always in a good mood and I'm like I'm, I'm working for that that's 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 what I want you know I, I decide to have a good day today and if somebody like I don't go to a party I don't want to go to a party like where I am I want to be and people and that's the cool thing. And that's what I teach my clients. If you are so clear with what you want and how you spend your time, people are like, ooh, she's spending time with me, you know? Or a client once realized that she has a coaching session with me at my daughter's birthday. So she thought like, oh, I should tell Ronya that I'm cool with rescheduling because that's annoying at the birthday of her daughter. Oh no, Ronya only says, like, yes, when she means yes. So I assume that it's okay to, you know, and then she just appeared for this coaching session and told me the whole story. I'm like, yes, I want to spend time with you now because Mika's at school. So no worries. I have this birthday party afterwards. I think, yeah, we need more clarity, more, more direct conversation and more joy because we don't know when it's over. And it can be just, I mean, she just was on the phone and five minutes later or two two seconds later she was gone and i'm super aware of that fact but i'm not scared you know i'm just really enjoying my life also when i have a bad day that's okay too like i can have tears and be angry but not for too long i never ever have a shitty week or would say like monday to friday sucks never ever but I can be really angry or really upset. That's okay. No, no pushing down emotions, but like going all in, all in. I mean, well, first and foremost, I love it. And I'll tell you why, or at least what was coming up for me while you were talking about it is basically intentionality. What was the word that was kind of coming up behind it? Because everything that you've mentioned so far from like, the decision to choose happiness, right? It, it is a decision. It is not a happenstance. It, it's not a circumstance. It doesn't like happiness. It doesn't plop into my lap like rain, right? It, it is something I can actively choose even in circumstances like yourself, where it was, you know, from what I'm hearing born out of, 
I had all these people close to me, you know, depart seemingly early. I chose to look that as a sign that not like the world is not like this place that's out to get me and like I'm despondent and depressed because of it. No, like I, I have a very clear indication of why I'm going to choose to live the best way that I possibly can. And much like this uh, announcement that you guys potentially could be hearing right now, before I started recording this, there was a whole lot of uh, fire alarms going off in my building. Uh, fire trucks were outside. I said, okay, should I record this or not? But then like you showed up, you were all happy about it. I'm like, you know, this is the perfect example of life happens, but we get to choose how we're going to deal with it, right? So you know what? This is not the perfect recording by any stretch of the imagination, but I continue to do it. And uh, even the stuff you mentioned about like boundaries or like when I say yes, when I say yes, and I mean it, etc. So often, like I talk to people about these things, but I talk about it in a way that's kind of like serious. Like, yeah, you need to do more of this, or it's important for you to set your own boundaries and to be worthy of it. And you do the exact same thing, but you do it through the skies of like, I'm so happy and I'm so joyful. So yeah, I love that you bring that into it. I mean, even your background is all like, there's literally joy written right on your wall. So yeah, I, uh, I, I love that initial thank you for, for sharing it. And well, actually, I guess before I go on, like uh, anything to add or any comments that to add to, to that, please. Yeah, it's just, as you say, I could, I could be depressed or just like life doesn't make any sense. And I think, in real desperation like the flip side is is where the beauty lies you know and and if you are challenged by life then there is a gift on the other side and you can always choose so yeah i just think and sometimes i think my 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 view of this life is is really really so simple that it's it's nearly annoying but like I, I just have now, I really just have now. And, and as, I mean, yeah, you know, I could avoid risky sports and no snow anymore, no snowboarder, snowboarding anymore. I really don't like to go on ski tours anymore. That's something I'm, yeah. I, and I know I could train myself, you know, in avalanche um, that I really can read the snow, but then I'm like, yeah, well, no, but we go to our, um, mountain cabin every Sylvester New Year and we have to walk with snowshoes up there but it's kind of like the super safest route if we die there it's like okay you know <laughs> and I don't like flying because you could fall off the sky but it's just too far to walk to Japan and my husband is Japanese so yeah like I don't avoid risks to not die because I can die while being on the phone at home. You know, that's, that was like really the, the critical moment, which of course broke me, but then like push, pushes me every day. I have the pictures of all these friends, like in my office and they look at me like, go, go do it, baby. So, yeah. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, so in that case then, uh, like it's pretty clear, you know, what like your, your values are, what it is that you live for, what's the common thread, I guess, like in regards to choosing your, your next steps and, and what you do. So then I'm curious now, just kind of segueing into what it is that you're doing right now. This is sort of the, the, the coaching that you do right now. Like you help people bring more joy into their life. Is that accurate? 
Yeah, and I, you know, I had, I told you before, when, when, before we started recording, I had a Japanese course teaching Swiss people Japanese to go to Japan. And it was such an easy marketing, like the niche was clear, people who travel to Japan. I wrote a book in German about that. And then, and then I did video blogging in a, in a Swiss online, uh, the biggest uh, online or free newspaper. So it was like, I did my 10Ks, like, ha, I figured it out. And then I had some really high-end coaching in America and, and um, I, she really pushed or, or pulled it out of me. Like, actually you want to do this whole life, you know, life, um, this mindset and, and, and how to live life more joyfully. That's actually your zone of genius over there because I'm also a food engineer and I was teaching in a professional school, you know, like teaching is my thing, but I'm sure, you know, the book of um, Gay Hendricks, the big leap, it's just my zone of excellence. And my zone of genius is really to work with people and to inspire them to, to, to find out what they want and, and then go for it because like, yeah, time is so precious. Don't whine and don't, don't do anything you don't like. Come on. And, and if, but I have to go to work. Yeah. But you can work something you, you love. So then I started to do a, a group coaching program out of the blue. This coach really pushed me and it was, that was gold. I thought I need a coaching uh, degree first, you know, Swiss people like degrees and papers. And then I just started. And now I did that over, over nine times. And I refined it and it was so much fun. But now I'm like, well, it's it's it was so so nice, but just nine people or 12, one time 13. I want more people. And then I started to build the Joy Academy two years ago. And it's now 70 participants, but only one speaks really English, like proper paying client. And I want to go worldwide, and that's my challenge, and that's why I'm so happy that we are here. Like I'm still this Swiss kind of in Switzerland, I'm kind of the famous Japanese thingy girl, you know, and then, well, she does something weird with Choi now because Swiss people are serious people. And, and then some people are now in my program and it's all nice, but I really want to make millions and I really want to, you know, like give 1 million to, to ocean cleanup project of, you know, Boyan's late, I think it's his name, a, a, a Dutch guy who invented this whole system to clean up the Pacific garbage pad, patch. I mean, I want to really have an impact on this world and I want to go worldwide. And where is, <laughs> where are my clients? I have to show you my book. I wrote this book last year, The Joy Compass. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, and see it's it. so, available yeah. now for, for um, I think, one month ago we launched it. But again, I the marketing for going worldwide is just not where it has to be. I really know I have a message. I really know the Joy Academy works. And now, like, marketing, I would love to have just, 20,000 people in front of me, I would not be nervous. I would be so, so amazed to, to speak in front of these people. But filling this hall is like, oh, can somebody else do that, please, for me? Like, yeah, like falling in love with marketing in a way that suits me and, and being consistent. Like, do you know the, 
the strength finder test of Gallup. Gallup. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's like consistency is last rank of 30, 34. It's like place 34. And I have no executive strength in my top 10. I have maximizer, activator, you know, everything I do when I'm in front of people, I, I really know I can do it. I'm full on. But the nitty gritty of the business and the marketing, like the also the pushy salesy thing, or I know if you do it right, you don't have to do it that way. It's like, oh my God, I would love to have a marketing person pay good salary, but I'm not there yet. Like, like I'm in this gap where I have to figure it out, not on my own. I have an absolute brilliant assistant. She's Swiss too. Yeah, so I need more, I need more clients, amazing clients. And I know they're out there and they just don't know about me yet. Got it. Okay, so and there was a, that was a lot. And uh, I'm just going to ask some clarifying questions to kind of like narrow it down. So one of the things that like I'm hearing is, so number one, it's like I have my internal compass is very clear, right? Like, like joy and living in the moment and not diving into these like emotional doom loops. Like that's pretty clear that that's how I live my life and make my choices. I know that I have a resonant message that I want to show to the world that, that this is a much better way to live and, and to move forward. I have people within my offerings right now but it's like and then this is kind of where i think the clarity derails for me a bit so i, I guess it's dual language right like it's like german and i guess english or mostly german yeah. Um, it's, yeah it's swiss german and english yeah okay so it's like it's like three languages then or like no you know swiss german is not a written language so if you write the text if you write the text on the, on the phone, I often use Swiss German, but it's not a written language. Our official written language, also all books, all newspapers are in German. Okay. But German people can't understand our dialect. So um, it's kind of a strong, strong dialect. And um, yeah, we're very proud of our own, <laughs> own uh, language. Got it. Okay. So there's like the, the, the language kind of dilution that potentially is happening there. Then you've written, you know, a book, you, you have this message that you want to go beyond just your current audience. And, you know, you were very popular with regards to the Japanese in the Swiss community. Um, and then there's this aspect of the marketing, like how do I actually make the marketing work? I wish somebody could do that for me. None of my strengths actually align with marketing. So is that kind of accurate as far as like a summation of where you think you're at right now? Yeah, I think in terms of marketing, I mean, to be not shiny, but to be on stage and talk about my message, that's marketing too. But like the audience, you know, and that's the, that's what you point out because of the, of the language. I have now two Instagram accounts and one is in English and one is in German and for two months now, I did really like invest time and 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 uh, focus into posting a lot and really high value content in German and in English. But sixty percent of my audience on the English account is from Switzerland, so they just kind of want to know both. 
but then they don't comment here because they already commented here and it's just screwing screwing up like the algorithm big time and i'm not growing over here so that's what i told you before we started recording like your questionnaire and everything for leading to this podcast already ignited like i just i just stopped marketing in swiss german it's it hurts kind of but actually most of them some will be really pissed but well yeah most of them speak english and the double effort is just too much of power going into like the niche of the swiss market is so small it's just not worth the energy so yeah that's because it like doesn't align from, with your bigger vision right yes yes okay got it but yeah, that's and- that was now a hurtful, hurt, not hurtful, but like, oh, really? I'm not doing that in Swiss because I love Swiss German, but I will continue to offer it. You know, this, the Joy Academy is recorded in Swiss German. So yeah, I can have my playground of Swiss German within the offer, but um, yeah, they have to find me in English. Otherwise, yeah. That's Correct. okay, because the world is waiting for, for my message. Yes, I mean, for something, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but like for something of a higher nature to service, you have to go let go of something of a lower nature, right? So in this instance, even though I love Swiss German and I love my people and I want to help them, if my overarching mission is wider than that, then I have to let go in order to go forward. So yeah, that, that is, you know, as all loss is painful, but it is uh, a normal part of the process. And what I would also um, ask in that instance is what's more important to you right now? Is it impact an audience or clients? <laughs> clients, please. Okay. So like, yeah, but, but like finding new clients, find new clients internationally to find my my uh, mission and what I can help them with. And I, I did a lot of work for nailing down my, my framework. Um, yeah, so, so I'm really happy now. Like it's as clear as never before. Okay, so then uh, what, what is that clarity? Like when you say clients, what is the actual offer? So, I mean, the Joy Academy stays the same. I just didn't, didn't like voice it or, or put it into the I was just like it's a big buffet you just serve yourself what what interest and it's yeah no I don't like the pain point kind of uh marketing but then well I don't google I want more joy I google because I have a problem so I was now restructuring everything which I already got because we we go deep in the joy academy it's like the, the mountains of desperation. And I have a actual, actually a map for you for going through these mountains. You know, like if you have this issue of you, you hate a person or you're so upset because one person and this person destroys my life and it's their fault and blah, blah, blah. If you are really in that mood, I have a map ready for you to walk through these mountains with me and we do forgiveness work and we do cord cutting and we do meditation and we do EFT and after this this uh, trail with me and I really hold your hand and guide you through you feel like three tons 
or what is it in in um, six thousand pounds <laughs> lighter and then you can walk around these mountains with like all the issues like like um, self-doubt is crushing me or um, I just I'm so stressed I don't have any time for self self-care or things like that like the whole stress is within these mountains and after you worked out what like you feel like I'm done now or I I'm not into more problem solving I need some different air we walk into the valley of hope where you finally have the calmness to to find clarity what do I actually really want and like set up your mindset and do you work with um inner with an inner team like you know like um spirit animal kind of uh, companions or universal assistant do you know that concept of the universal assistant i don't work with it directly but i have clients that use that in their like therapy and in their um like healing work uh yeah. so i am aware of what you're talking about but i i don't directly use it. so so meet your future self and talk with your best version in your future about your life now and what are the next steps and I really when I did that my first time I was so amazed and and totally like it was really life-changing like at Mika my daughter is now 11 and she was four or three and she just pushed all the triggers and I was like oh you know like taking off her shoes in the middle of the the, not the road but the sidewalk but the road is next to her and I can't let her sit there and every evening she did that same game and I was like so furious and my future self was like oh come on calm down she's not that little all the time and um yeah just stop arguing with your little monster all the time and this 15 minutes meditation just did like whew, I brought so much relief so that's my problem too. I talk too much and, and lose my, lose my, uh, <laughs> my focus. So Valley, uh, mountains of death, desperation or of despair, then the Valley of hope. And then we go to the playground of joy, you know, where you find out how to eat and move your body and just like having fun in your life every day. But first you need to solve your problems find clarity and just calm down and gain energy again for your mental capacity of, of even thinking of eating healthy or like in a fun way, cooking cool meals and maybe adding some blue color because your kids will be thrilled to have blue mashed potato just on a Wednesday, you know, like having fun in your life, creating that playground and, and just enjoying your life is like the third step. And on this way, you build your own compass. I say that's the, the joy compass, you know. So building it with all the different directions, like vision, mindset, habits, also a lot of decluttering, like what you don't need anymore. And then also money. I have an awesome money meditation, like just getting contact with your inner wisdom on the whole wheel of, wheel of life, you know, all these areas. Yeah, so that's a joy academy. I have to practice my elevator pitch. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, yeah, so I, I didn't want to interrupt you because 
I mean, you, you were having so much fun describing exactly, you know, what, what is in your program. So for anybody that is interested in uh, anything related to joy, I think you'd be the right person to, uh, to do this with. So thank you for sharing that. Um, and again, I think it goes back to the abundance of energy and joy and your own flow that you put into it is, uh, is very real, right? And I think that's why people gravitate towards you and it makes sense. So to just kind of bring it back, and uh, you know, recenter a little bit. So this whole conversation really started with me asking, do you like what is the bigger priority? Is it impact and audience or is it clients? And you said it was clients. Okay. Now, why specifically clients as opposed to audience? You mean I'm I mean I I need to reach the right people who just buy from me in an easy way. Do I get you right with audience? I don't need more impact within the Joy Academy clients. Did I get you right? Or so not yeah, not not with your clients. Because one of the things you said, like, okay, I want to expand beyond my current like Swiss um you know niche or audience. I need to go global, but like anytime I try to go out into the world, right, it, it doesn't seem like the marketing is this kind of working. Right. And a big part of what you said at the beginning was, I, I just want to spread this message to as many people as possible. So to me, that's like impact and audience and, and brand awareness and just like getting my message out there. Okay. But that is its own goal separate from getting clients, right? Like you could technically have an extremely small following as I do, but I have clients, right? So what is the, in the short term, like what is the priority? Is it, clients or is it audience and why so so when we figure out together now like how i get um 30 clients who are happily buying my my joy academy i want that route you know like yeah, the whole social media thing. I mean, it is consistency and and i'm having more and more fun and more clarity how to talk there and I, I think, yeah, I'm just kind of late in the game. You know, Instagram was great 10 years ago to go all in. So there is pa patience needed there, but I, I would love to work with you for ge just generating clients without, I don't need millions of followers to be happy. You know, I, I, I um, don't need that kind of. Um, okay. So then if in one year's time you have 30 new clients, and 30 new followers is that an okay outcome no the 30 new clients would be next month please like like 30 30 or 10 10 new clients is um at the moment i will raise my price at the at the in at new year from 888 to 1111 i love these digit okay. numbers but i will improve the joy academy and and um yeah, like it's New Year's Eve, the price will go up. So, so 10, 10 clients or nine clients would be the 10. So, I mean, or then I say with like timing, just hypothetical choice, right? If you got 30 new clients, whatever time frame you want to choose, one month, one year, six months, doesn't matter. If you got 30 clients, but you only gained in that same time frame 30 followers, would that be an okay outcome? Yeah. 
if if the the yeah like okay. three months 30 new clients that will be three 10k months and um i can go from there okay perfect and uh the nature of the actual business is like a membership is that correct yeah it's, it's, it's a it's yearly a membership coaching. Because I really think like all these six week programs are nice, but transformation needs time. But we can like transformation can be really quick if you decide to like work on this relationship issue, then I can really help you to go fast. But the whole habits mindset thing, I, I love the time frame of a year. Okay, got it. Um, and if those 30 clients, came from your current small pond of like your country would that be an issue <laughs> um no no okay so if the answer is no and if i have to prioritize in the short term getting clients and i want to get there as soon as possible why so much focus on the audience building and exposure when the real goal that I need to hit and the cleanest asset I have to do it is in my existing clientele or my existing world. Um, basically I'm saying, why look over there when the answer could potentially be right in front? It's just like, you know, you, do you know the population of Switzerland? I don't know. It's eight millions. And from these eight millions, they speak also French and Italian. So like the market is kind of four million people. Okay. And, and that's just, that's just, yeah, but it's four million with children and all the, like the stubborn mountain people are not the ideal clients just technically for for the, the whole joy universe i know that in in internationally nobody waits for me and in switzerland i'm kind of the the crazy girl already right so then it goes back to again if i'd be willing to accept short-term 30 clients from switzerland why then the explanation of well the market is small they speak multiple languages they might not be ideal like what is the actual issue i just feel so called to work worldwide i just love i mean i love to talk to you now i love to talk to anybody also in switzerland you know but so it's I kind agree, of the, and this is exactly why I was asking you at the beginning, what's the bigger priority? Is it audience and impact or clients? You said clients, I need clients right now. I said, okay, I, I really need, I need to make these sales now. And I know that like building audience is just like long-term, long-term effort. But yeah, you know, I, I my, when I found Marie Forleo, like, I don't know how many years ago, seven years ago. Okay, so I pause right there, right? So now I'm gonna, just for the sake of like, like, like time and keeping the, the conversation on one topic, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> lovingly okay. interrupt, right? Because okay. Malik okay. Folio has nothing to do with you and your situation, right? But he, here, here's what I'm getting at, right? Like 
a, a lot of how you speak about these things are in absolutes. If I get 30 Swiss clients, it's almost like then it's impossible for me to even consider that I could ever get international clients, right? If I don't serve international clients, if I don't go outside of where I'm at now, then I've made a choice to like stick in here and, and be forever locked, right? Meanwhile, what I'm prompting you to consider is, okay, I have my long-term priorities, which is obviously going wide and casting a wider net and spreading this message. That's cool. But if you need oxygen right now, i.e. finances and money, if I'm taking the long-term goal and I am operating in it at the expense of getting short-term oxygen, you're only putting yourself at a very big disadvantage. So my, my line of question isn't necessarily like you have to now go and focus on the Swiss market. Like, I mean, that, that, it's your business, it's your choice, and, and it's your joy that you want to follow. But if all of the assets that I currently have, right? So unlike internationally, you have like you're known, you're established, you have clients in that space already, you have potential clients in that space already. People know you, people can introduce you, like all of the things you are gonna need to build internationally, you already have in front of you. And if there's no issues to get the short-term win of those clients coming in from that pool, then the real question becomes, well then why am I resisting it? Where am I unclear? And where am I not balancing out my short-term needs with the long-term goals with whatever narratives I may have internally about how things should or should not look. So again, before I continue, does that land? Is there something that I missed? What, what's, uh, how are you taking that in? No, it's kind of this balance. I'm figuring it out constantly. And um, it's kind of two things, right? Like growing on Instagram internationally is like the decision. I want to do it only in English because my podcast is, English and Swiss German both, it's like double the effort, but nearly all downloads are in Switzerland. So they listen to my English stuff anyway. So I can do it in English and reach the world while I do my work. And I continue to do like promotional webinars and the whole Joy Academy in Swiss German. So I don't exclude the market I already established. It's just the effort of the marketing of the audience building. Correct. Because right now, what I keep hearing you is like, you keep doing more, but never really getting closer to your goal. Right. And, and from, from the outside looking in, it's like, I, I still don't have a clear sense of like what the actual goal is. Right. Because even when I hypothetically said, okay, so would you be okay with 30 new clients in a year and 30 followers? You're like, no, 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 no. Like, I, I want 30 clients a month. And I'm like, Okay, like that's interesting because I, I wasn't even going there, but that's where your brain went to. So to me, it's like I, I clearly need clients. I need more people in my program. Okay, I, I totally understand that. So that's a valid concern because one is a long game, one is a short game. So oftentimes we will discount what's right in front of us, and our brain, in its kind of scarcity default, means, okay, I just need more. I need more people. I need more versions of this. I need more language. I need more followers. I need more, 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 more. When the reality is closer is I just need more clients. Like if 30 new clients bought you 
like I don't know, whatever your expenses are, we'll buy you an additional three to six months worth of like covering your expenses. Like if that gives you the peace of mind to then be able to go and build out that bigger audience, if anyway, everything that you do in English is also consumed by your Swiss audience. Like to me, it seems like the fastest path to move you closer to what you want, which by all accounts today is clients, then go get the clients that are right in front of you right now, have the stability. And then that gives you the mental, financial, emotional space to focus on the, the bigger goal, right? And then, and it's not like they're contradictory goals, like one feeds into the other, right? So it's not like you're, you're losing, but if we avoid what's in front of us, then we just end up chasing more, but not really getting it. So does that part make sense? Yep. Okay. And what stands out for you is like, like what's happening internally as far as like feelings when I reflect that back? It's, it's really the gap between like somebody being interested and, and just, just buy my offer, please. It's amazing. You know, like, I really, yeah. I really don't like sales because I'm such a stubborn, independent person. You know, I, I make a decision. That's why I mentioned Marie, Marie Forleo. I, I found her, I bought within one night, you know, like I have, I'm a quick decision maker. So I, if I find somebody and I, I love it, I'm just in, but but that's not how my ideal client is like, not that way. So <laughs> I need to crack the code there. Can you help me please? So what's the code you need to crack there? Like you, you need like to find this, clones of yourself? No, is it is it okay to invest in myself? Is it okay to like online program? Is this even working? You know, I love online learning so much because I can choose the teacher. I can choose the topic. I can choose that, like the modality that the promise, like if you, yeah, you, you tell me what I get. And when I even have a money back guarantee, I'm like, yeah, I want to check you out and, and learn this from you. But the self-development, that's why I brought up the, the Japanese thing. I mean, you learn Japanese, you can talk afterwards. You have an awesome, um, travel experience people will love you and and self-development like for a whole year like i can't promise you all the success i i know it's working if you do the work but it's it's just deeper stuff you know it's it's more complicated than learning japanese to to build like your self-esteem to and i just don't know how to how to bring the hook in at the right place so that it's just easy to, to sell. Okay, so you mentioned a few different things there. So number one is the way that I buy things is, you know, I make a decision quickly. So I need people to buy quickly. I like learning online. I like having guarantees, et cetera, to, to the things that I buy. I don't like to sell. I don't like to focus on pay points, but I also aware that people don't buy if there's no pain, like nobody wakes up thinking about joy. And then I also just uh, don't really 100% either know what I'm selling, know how to articulate it, and or potentially believe that the results I'm getting and the way that I'm 
displaying it is worth the money that I'm charging. So that's kind of like, like the, the, the broad spectrum things that I've heard from you. Yeah, you're brilliant in hearing stuff. I love it. <laughs> and I think it's the last. I know, you know, I, I see the, 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 the wins my clients have. Like meditations, like guided meditations are magical to, to solve issues very okay, fast. So just again, pause right there. Out of the ones that I articulated back to, right, it was like a list of four or five things. So you said the last one stood out to you the most, like it resonated to be most true about the, the results and not being sure if I can articulate them or if people can get them. Like, is that the one that stood out the most for you? Yeah, like, like how do I word it that like this money is worth investing and you will have, you will have the wins that you are hoping Would you for. pay the same amount for somebody to teach you the same thing? Yeah, like, like I paid eight times this money, you know, like. Okay, so you paid eight times the amount to learn the same things you are teaching other people. <sighs> That's so interesting. I mean, I learned all these things over 25 years and I will teach it all in one year. And, and you, you okay. have all these tools so afterwards. 25 years of investing my own time, money, and energy into learning this. Financially probably paid about eight times the amount. No more, but yeah. More, okay. <laughs> what, so yeah. I just say 10 times the amount to learn what is in this year-long program, okay? But when I go to sell it, what do you doubt? I don't know. You tell me. Well, I mean, I, I can't search into your feelings to tell you exactly what the answer is. <laughs> I can prompt you where to look, but you're the one that has to do it. So my question to you is, do you trust yourself? I 100% trust myself. In what? Maybe... Maybe the, the issue for me is that I'm not with you all the time. You know, like I love one-to-one -one coaching. I know a hundred percent what I can. It's, it's a self self-study program with life elements, but like, is that good enough? And, and I charge for, so for turn it around. Are you good enough at doing what you do? Yes. For God's sake. Yes. Okay. And do your results show it? Yes, the results I get to know. I think that's the point. You know, I would love to get results like reports from everyone, but that's exactly what I don't want to do anymore. Like when I was teaching, I needed to do tests. I needed to give marks and I don't need to do that now. I don't control you. If you don't do anything the whole year, that's not my fault, but I would love to take your hand and like, come on now, like, like with my stubborn students, you know, in the back, I was really good with the difficult guys, like sitting there like this, I could catch them like, and, and, and activate them. And you can't do that now. I can do that until a certain, I have to let go of you if you don't want to do the work and just pay me money, you know? Okay. So you know how to solve that when somebody's in the program. 
But when it comes to selling the actual program, so I sell it for 10 times less and 25 times less than it took me to acquire the information. I don't know how to communicate the results because I don't know, I, I'm not getting the sense that you really own the results that people are going to get. Whenever I prompt and like probe to go down there, it's not the first time you've asked me, well, what do you think? What should the answer be? And when I ask you, like, to what degree do you really trust yourself? It was like, well, I have to think. And I kind of trust myself here. But like, do you really? Yeah, that, that touches me deeply because, yeah, you know, the group coaching within the 10 people or like the idea of having, I mean, my vision is thousands of people in the program. Like my capacity to hold the space needs to grow for that. Okay, that well, I again, trust pause right now. Right? So I ask you, do you really trust yourself? You pause, you take in, you feel it. Great. Then look at where your brain goes. Oh yeah, but if I had like a thousand clients, I can't really hold that. Like, so where do you think your brain goes? Right. I prompt you to do. Do I trust myself? You get an inkling of mm, not not really. There's something that resonates there. And then where does your brain go? It goes into full-on fantasy imagination mode of what would happen and what problems would I encounter if I had a thousand clients, that's not the present. The present is I want 30, right? We're a long ways from a thousand clients. Those are two completely different problems to solve. So it really comes down to, to what degree am I owning the results of this work? And the real truth is that's actually gonna be reflective of how much you own your own belief into that, meaning, to the degree to which you own like all of the stuff that you've had to go through to create this program, that's the degree to which you can charge for it. And frankly, $1,000 for a year-long program is, is very underpriced. That's also reflected in the amount of people you have that just kind of like pay for it and whatever, nothing happens. It's 12 months, a long time to invest time-wise but certainly at $1,000, that's not a lot. So when you look at the broad strokes of what is actually in reality, I undercharge. I don't value the amount of time it took me to learn all of this stuff. You know, I, I barely make the uh, adjustment of the appropriate price based off of the value that I do actually provide. I don't really know how to sell it. I'm doubtful of like all of the things that they're going to learn in there. So what do I really sell it to? Like it really just comes back to everything that's happening right now is reflective of the ownership you have of your own self-worth. Okay, and I know it's a bit heavy. I know it, it seems like it's, it's very direct, but you know, just before I go on, I, I mean to say it with love. I'm not saying it to like- No, 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 I totally get it. I like it. That's why I signed up for this podcast, you know? <laughs> I wouldn't do it if I don't get, I, I couldn't handle your- your um your direct direct words that's no problem so yeah what it really comes down to from like the outside looking in is all of your marketing questions are 
secondary, to some degree irrelevant, until the being aspect improves, right? Because the reality is for a year long program, technically you charge for the right people like $12,000 and have it be $1,000 a month, right? But then that means, okay, so for somebody to invest $12,000, they have to have a problem big enough for $12,000 and your ownership of giving them the result to relieve that also has to be there. And I'm not saying that it doesn't exist, right? I, I don't even know. And I would say, given your background, you know, there's potential for that there. But nothing you do marketing-wise, messaging-wise, and I would actually argue the reason you've been diluting your energy everywhere is because it just keeps you circling and moving and never really looking at the core thing, which is the core wounding of, I don't trust myself enough for this to be worth what I feel like it should be worth. Therefore, let me just you know, play marketing and play languages and distract myself and run around, but never get closer to what I want. Because if I have clarity on it, I know what I want, I move towards it, I have to face this part of myself that I don't want. So that to me is kind of the essence of your problem. And it's gonna go hand in hand. Like the more you own that, the easier the marketing decisions are going to be. So how does all of that land for you? Yeah, it's so much spinning in my head because of the price and also again the audience. You know, I I paid eight thousand for coaching, and all my Swiss friends are like gasping, like, "Are you insane?" You know, and 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 people told me when the price was five hundred, it's kind of expensive for here. It's it's, but I so know I mean, America. Well, America. that happens first and foremost everywhere, regardless of location. Right. And, and my question, follow up to things like that is always, are those people paying? Are those people? The, the people that are telling you it's expensive, that you're charging too much, you should charge this much. Are any of them paying? It's, it's again, my, my group coaching. I, I had no issues to sell my group coaching for no, no, 3,300. People that, that like give you the negative comments, have any of them bought anything from you? Yeah, one was in the program, like, yeah, 500 is not so much, so I could try it, you know, like. Okay, and what kind of results did, did that person get? I, she didn't give me any feedback. Okay, so surprising that the ones that don't buy, the ones that hardly do anything, are also the ones that are giving you the most hardship over a very low price for what they're getting. The more important question is, why are you prioritizing their voice over your own? Yeah, it's kind of my self-doubt. If I charge more, would anyone pay? And that really is the crux of everything, right? I need more clients. Your messaging is diluted because I need to cover everything for everybody right? And on and on and on, that that really is the crux of everything, right? I don't trust that this is actually worth what I truly want to pay for it. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. And now, huh? Mister? Well, I mean, that, that is a much deeper thing to 
dive into because it's going to have a lot of different layers with regards to why. And then what you uncovered there will also uncover the subsequent decisions to be made on does the program have to change? Does only the promise have to change? What are the results? Who am I focusing on? If I do now like charge $5,000 for this, who am I actually going to be attracting to this? Probably the profile of the person changes. So it's like there's a cascade of decisions that gets made once you realize where I got to look. So it's beyond the scope of like this recording, but you at least have the, the crux of where I need to look in order to, to make this happen. So from that vantage point, does that feel complete or is there still something outstanding for you? No, it's just like, oh, you leave me with that before I go to bed. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, sweet dreams, right? <laughs> I have uh, those things to do. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, listen, I, I, I wish I could do all the work for you here, uh, but ultimately that, that's not uh, what this is about. So if that part is complete, then right, okay, I know where I need to look. Um, you know, we can certainly kind of finish it off. Right here. If there's something outstanding in that regard, uh, by all means, let me know and we can handle it right here. Nope, that's really like, okay, you dismantled the issues. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you in that case for, uh, for coming on and, you know, sharing your, your things bravely and uh, giving us a taste of your energy, right? Because I think uh, what one benefit to like doing this, yes, because obviously they're listening to it, but in your instance, you have like such an infectious energy, like from the, the background to like even like the bright colors you're wearing to how you show up. So I, I know that that added value to just you know, the listening of this. So I appreciate you for that. Um, and then just to kind of close it off, then, you know, where can people find you? Who's the best person for it? your website? I mean, we'll include that in the show notes, but this is your time to uh, let all the people know about all that good stuff. Yeah, you can find me everywhere under joyismycompass.com. My name is Ronia Sakata, but that's the Swiss um, website. And uh, the English website is joyismycompass. I started out on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook. You find me everywhere under at Joy is My Compass. And uh, if you need more joy and get rid of self-doubt and, and, and all old relationship issues and hate and just like unpacking your backpack of your past and really enjoying your life, I'm your person at the too low price at the moment. So run, run for Joy Academy. <laughs> I will raise my prices, Drasco. Correct. Yeah. Before you know, by the time this airs, like you need to get on this quickly, otherwise, uh, yeah, you're going to be in an unjoyful state <laughs> at what you could have had, right? So yeah, <laughs> that 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 is fair. I I, uh, right. I support that message as well. So 100. Uh, percent But okay, yes. Thank you very much for for coming on, for being brave to do this, and uh, for everybody else listening. We'll see everybody on the next one. Thank you. And we, we made it through the fire fire uh, alarm, right? <laughs> yes, we, we did that too. That, that's an added uh, bonus for today. So yes, thank you very much. Oh, and, uh, thank you so much for having me.